Hello, and welcome to ASMR Tirada de Hueo. Are you hoping to calm your mind, relax your body, or experience ASMR? Dr. Andrew Michaels is here to help you. Today, we want to make sure you know how much we appreciate you. Thank you for listening and being a part of our podcast family. If you enjoy what we do, please take a moment to share your favorite episode with someone. It really does help our podcast grow. Uh, please come in. Welcome. Come in. Make yourself comfortable. Sit down. How are you today? It's good to see you. It really is. Yeah, there's a a lot going on out there right now in the world. Especially in the community I deal with. And it's kind of sad sometimes to see things you're just are out of your control. I know a lot of you come here for comfort and escape and to relax. It's hard for you to relax in your normal life. And get the sleep you need. And I have to tell you that I am very happy that I am able to help you a little bit with those things. My little adventures, my silly stories. They take you away from the reality that you live in just for a little while. And and maybe it's an escape. And if I can bring comfort and pleasure to you, help you get the rest you need, then I really have accomplished something something very noble and I'm proud of that I thought today I would come to you and tell you how doing this is therapeutic and helps me as well it does it's a two way street you know Putting on these headphones, turning on this microphone, and getting up real close to that Rhodes mic. That's what I use right now currently in my podcast. I use a Rhodes NT1 microphone. I love it. I love getting right up on top of it so you can hear every bit of my 
nice up close. It's a very sensitive mic. It picks up dogs barking down the street and uh, airplanes flying overhead, cars going by on the road far, far away. Sounds of the compressors from my neighbor's heat pumps on occasion. It's a wonderful microphone. And I like to get up close to it and talk. And share my time and my stories with you. And I have such strange, odd stories to tell. I have to be honest, I'm a bit of a skeptic when it comes to the supernatural. I don't really believe in ghosts. Aliens. Hidden civilizations. Paranormal creatures. I just... I think they're good stories, and I think that some of that stuff might exist, but I don't know it exists. Even when I've had those experiences in my own life, even when I've touched the face of an angel, there's some hidden part of my brain, some skeptical section of my mind that must rely on critical thinking and logic. It's not a fail-safe. It protects me from all the snake oil salesmen and charlatans in the world. All the doomsdayers and naysayers and all the filthy liars. I find in my daily adventures something has to protect me from it my logic my critical thinking my reason my experience my wealth of knowledge on so many varied subjects all these things come together to protect me when I'm out and about And it helps me make judgment calls that can that can help you. If I see a charlatan, a snake oil salesman, I feel obliged to be on the right side of history and call them out. Now I know that puts me at odds with some people when it comes to politics and religion, but I drew a line in the sand. And I said that I was not going to do things that misled people. I think you have a right to know all of a situation. And then you, you, should make your own decisions up. You shouldn't follow a cause or follow a man, a person. Because I suggested it. You should make up your own mind. 
I hope I've been clear with that in my rambles, my podcasts, my stories. But if I haven't, you can call me out on that. Now, I said you shouldn't follow somebody on my recommendation. You should follow someone or not follow them on your own. But I hate to see people being misled by people that are clearly out to, as far as I can tell, just enrich themselves. Every snake oil salesman that comes down the road on his horse-drawn buggy offering the next big cure. (laughs) As soon as you see him pulling up, you should know right away that he's just another just another one in the long list that came before. You'd think after a certain amount of time when these fellows would pull into town, the town would be waiting with a pole and uh, tar and feathers to ride them out of town. But I tend to think that life in small town America, even today, not just back in the old days, even today it's, it gets boring. People are lonely. And they're looking for the next big thing. They allow themselves to be charmed. I really do believe that. I believe people allow themselves to be charmed. We all want to be loved. We all want to be accepted. We all want to be part of the gang. Part of the cool kids club. And when we're given that opportunity, we we take it. I'm not just saying you are like that. I think we're all like that. I think I'm like that. You come up to a group of people and you're finding some common ground between you and you want to be part of the gang. You want to be part of the clique, part of the group. Everybody wants to sit at the cool kids table, joke, laugh. Participate. Be one of the gang. Even I want that. I'm not going to lie. Why would I? I don't think there's anything wrong with that. It feels good to be loved and wanted and appreciated and needed. To be needed. So don't feel bad just for being human, wanting to be part of the tribe, part of the gang, part of the group, a member. Why do you think social groups are so popular? You know, the the Italian-American club, the Saxon club, the Eagles club. 
the Masons. My town is, the city I live in is not a town, it's a city of Salem, Ohio. That's where I currently live. I think there's 12,000 people in the town and there's so many little social groups. <clears throat> and they're big enough that they have their own, excuse me. <clears throat> they have their own um, buildings. They have their own drinking establishments. They're social clubs. And there's so many of them, and they provide a lot of services to the community. They are places people can, can vote. They are also places that people you know, can socialize, get a drink, get a meal, have a party. You can have a wedding there. You can go see live music sometimes on the weekends. And there's a, a huge amount. I heard one time that the, the city I live in, Salem, um, held a record one time. I don't know if it was in the Guinness Book of World Records, but it was a record. Most bars per, and churches, most bars and churches uh, per capita, like, you know, for the population, uh, than any other city in, like, the United States. So by its size, it had an inordinate amount of churches and an inordinate amount of drinking establishments. I think that's true because I did hear they actually have trouble putting restaurants. New restaurants have trouble coming into Salem because there's no liquor licenses available. They're all out there. <laughs> They've all been taken, used. There aren't enough, like you can only have so many in one square foot of territory, and they've used them all up. And I find that so hilarious. And on top of all these bars and churches, their social gathering places, they have all these little clubs. People just flock to them. They love it. And I never see Italian people going into the uh, Italian-American club. <laughs> it's it's for everyone. And I think that's wonderful. And I see all kinds of people going to Eagles and the Saxons. and They all seem very welcoming, very open to to everyone in town and I really admire the community I live in and they have uh, theater communities because they actually have a theater in town that does live shows live stage show, shows and you know they have a movie theater they have a live stage for uh, actors and actresses to express themselves and the community is very vibrant very open and there's just so many places for people to join and be part of a community and I and I admire that there are such good aspects to being an active member in a church or a community club or even a regular at a bar it gives you that sense of well-being of just like in Cheers, you know, you want to go where everyone knows your name. You just want to go hang out with your friends, your buddies, people that know you, people that care about you, people that are checking up on you, 
just want to know how you're doing. Make sure you're okay. Take care of each other. We are a tribal animal. We evolved to protect our young, our feeble, our old. You know, a lot of animals, you see the herd and uh, when they bring down a member of the herd, the herd gives safety because of the numbers. They, the predators can't take us all. And there's protection in the herd. The herd warns everyone to run. And, and it's a good system, but it's not the best system. The best system is the tribal system, the pack, the dog pack, the human tribe. Well, you can't take them. No, 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 no. You come up on the pack, the whole pack defends the pack. The tribe defends the whole tribe. They don't walk out to the predator and hand them an offering to protect the rest. No, they, they take up sticks, rocks, weapons. They form defensive perimeters. They use fire. They find safe places to rest. They build forts. They build walls. They protect their young. They protect their feeble. They protect the old. And that's why the human and the dog flourish. Because they, on every continent, anywhere they go, they become the dominant creature because they took care of their tribe they stopped what they were doing in their own self-interest and their own safety at times and protected others and in return they were nurtured fed they became heroes they became leaders they became warriors shaman the wise of the tribe, that wisdom that they gained from years and years and years of hunting, crafts, skills, forging, those skills weren't lost. Because as they got old and feeble, they were taken by the predators around them. No, the tribe protected them, nurtured them, shepherded them gave them medicines, and they, they taught the next group coming up how to use these medicines, these tricks, these skills, these crafts, these trades to further the tribe, and the tribe got stronger and stronger. And tribes shared information, shared products, shared their bounty and they got stronger and stronger those are the good things about being part of a group part of a tribe the bad side is something we all know too well I don't have to explain it in too much depth the bad shaman who wanted unlimited power and love fealty to the, the tribe. He wanted everyone to worship 
him, her, them. All had to bow to that shaman, that king, that warrior. The warrior took more than his portion. He was owed it. He deserved it. He could have anything he wanted. Nobody could stop him. But there was always safeguards in place. There were always balances. No man is an island. And as Medea would say, you have to sleep sometime. And we progressed as a society, and we've gotten to a point where I think sometimes we forget who we are. We forget that it's okay to be fooled just because you wanted to have some fun and drink some of that magic elixir that the snake oil salesman was selling. We all know it was full of liquor, main ingredient, corn alcohol. Probably brewed it himself. You feel great after drinking it. <laughs> I think we're too hard on ourselves. I think we need to go back to being a little more forgiving and understanding and loving. And I wanted to make this year about healing unity, bringing people together. Things are never going to change until people put away the sword and open their hands up and offer to help. Offer to love. That takes all of us, me included, to do that. Now, I'm not pointing a finger and saying, you have to do that. I'm saying, we have to do it. We've listened to the leaders. We've listened to the salesmen. We've listened to the politicians. It's time to start thinking for yourself a little bit. And doing things that help the tribe. We've gotten this far. We haven't done everything wrong. We've done a lot of things right. And I think it's time to start taking who we are back towards the future looking forward and the only way that's going to work is if we start solving some of these problems that we've been bickering and fighting about and then moving on
contrary to what you may or may not be reading in the papers or hearing in your social group, things like poverty and starvation, these things are decreasing year by year as a whole across the globe. People are actually helping each other. Not all the time, not everywhere, but they do. They have. And things are getting slightly better. And these trends are because people do realize they've got to stop. They've got to engage their logic, their wisdom, their wealth of knowledge, and apply some critical thinking to it. And reach out. And instead of trying to hurt, harm, or control someone, reach out and help, love, and support someone doesn't take much. We can do it. And we can do it together. I feel like I've gone in a circle today. Did I accomplish anything? Did anything I say help? I don't know. I know it's easy to say enough is enough. Throw down your weapons. Scream at the top of your lungs. And say we've got to do better than this. But it's another thing to work at it every day. And I assure you, I am, and I will, work very hard for you. And I hope in return, you can start to open up your heart and your mind. And maybe we can work together. Remember, we're part of the same tribe. You're my brother and my sister in this world. Together we can move mountains. I know we can. And we know if we don't work together, we know the results of that. So we see the predators on the rise coming towards the tribe. And I pick up a rock, and you pick up a stick. And you pick up the weak one and pull them behind us. And together, 
we're strong. And we will live another day. And we will teach the children our ways. Thank you for joining me today. And I'll see you soon. Don't give up on us. I'm not. And neither are you. Thank you for joining us for ASMR Tirar de Huello. Please take a moment to share, rate, and review this podcast. It really does help. If you are interested in additional ASMR content, you may view our library of videos at youtube.com slash Tirar de Huello. The theme song, Atlantis, is by Jason Shaw of Audionautics.com and is used by permission. Correspondence, including questions or requests, may be sent to tirardehuello at gmail.com. On behalf of Dr. Andrew Michaels, thank you.